Oh, my computer crashed. Oh no, I've got a virus. Oh, uh, no way, no internet connection. Do you need help? Call IT Mayday. 647-977-7113. ITMayday.com. Linda Pinizotto at the Condo Expert. You know, it's interesting because when we talk about condominiums, we talk about design and decor, and we definitely need some great ideas. So today we have Karen Wardell of Stylicious Home. You know, Karen, art, you know, we haven't touched on art. I mean, we've got mirrors, but art is really, especially for people that are really into collecting art and different types. Now, funny enough, I mean... Sometimes I found collectors may not necessarily be matching the decor within their rooms. Right. So how do you deal with that? Like, I mean, you know, because normally art should, should it not? Or does it really matter? It definitely should correlate with the room. So as I said before, you want to find those decor pieces and work from there. So once again, you have your neutral palette, you have your, you know, your couch that's in a neutral palette and you find an art that you love the accent cushion color should come from that artwork. All your throw cushion should come from that artwork. If you do have an accent wall, it should come from that artwork. Um, where in the bedroom, it might be coming from the bed, uh, from the actual bedding. But artwork is usually kind of the first place that I would start to kind of tie in the room together to give every kind of, everything kind of revel- relevance to one another. So the key thing is, where do you hang it? (laughs) (laughs) You know, we hear so many, I go into, you know, I go into properties and they've got their art and it's like a, it's about four inches from the ceiling. (laughs) It's like way up there. And then other ones are practically like right on top of the couch. There might be about a two inch space from the top of the couch to where the art is. So everybody has a different theory as to where. So what exactly is the truth? Like, I mean, they talk about eye level, but everybody has a different height. Of course. It's usually our husbands that are hanging the art. So it tends to be a little (laughs) bit higher. But yes, this is actually one of my biggest pet peeves as a designer (laughs) is actually the too high. I'm not that upset about the too low, but it should be relevant to uh, the sideboard table or the couch, whatever you're hanging it above. And I usually kind of the rule of thumb would be four to maybe six inches max above the top of the couch. And if it's too high, it looks like it's floating and it has no relevance. Um, where if you do it close to the sideboard table or to the couch, it kind of creates a nice vignette and ties everything together and it gives everything a purpose with one another. So if they're talking eye level then, just just for curiosity, so eye level meaning looking at it and seeing the center of the art, not the top, not the bottom, like just seeing the center kind of sort of? You yeah. know, within the six inches above. That's an interesting question. It depends on the size it of the, is, art, it? the art. But I'd have yeah. to say you're actually looking at above the halfway point. Okay. I w- if you're at the halfway point and it's a four by six inch, you know, abstract piece of art, it's going to be right at the ceiling if you're looking at it right in the um, center line. So I'd actually say maybe two thirds is at, at the top should be kind of your eye level. But that totally depends on the size of the art. Well, exactly. Because if the, if the art is too small and the couch is too big, then it's lost. That's correct. Right. So then they'd have to either have two pieces or just move it someplace else. Yes. Well, the, the key to the thing to think when you're working in, in design, odd numbers work better. Um, so groupings of three, five, or seven always looks better than two, four, or six. So if you are going to do two pieces of art above a couch, I'd actually re- recommend doing three pieces of art above the couch and it'll actually look more, more balanced. People think, oh, I got to work in even numbers, but it's actually the reverse in design world. That's kind of like flowers too. Don't they have the same kind of theory for flowers? 
Sort of. Well, like at least, you know, instead of having two inside a vase, I mean, you can go with one in a vase. Right. But then you would probably go three. Right. Right. You wouldn't just have two. Right. It'll look kind of strange. Depends on how big the vase is. That's true. And you also want to mix (laughs) textures and colors and and that's a whole other ballgame, right? But yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny because a lot of people that are really into the seasons, they're funny. They have their flowers set for the season. Like, in other words, if it's Halloween, they've got everything set up for Halloween. Right. If it's Christmas, they've got everything set up for their flowers for Christmas. It's springtime, the same thing. Fall time, the same thing. I mean, totally religious to this. Right. I'm not, but <laughs> it does look good. Definitely. <laughs> well, you know, I think the um, layered look, are you finding that that's still popular? I know that they had those, uh, that was around for the longest time. But sometimes if you layer too much, doesn't it appear to be somewhat cluttered in condominiums? You meaning like like drapes and art and decor pieces, that kind of layering or layering? Um, layering probably with, you know, say for instance, if somebody has a couch and then they're putting on the pillows and then they're putting on the scarf, like a blanket that's right. at the side or the quilt or, you know, those type of things. Do you find that that's a bit too much because we're dealing with such a small space? I don't think so. I think as long as it's not taking up floor space, you want to make sure that there's two to three feet of walking space between cabinets and couches and things like that. But no, I think that it does give it a like, warmth to the room. It does tie it in. So even using drapes is a great layering tool. The problem with drapes is people tend once again to do it too high. Um, when you do hang drapes, they should be just touching the floor and you can get a lot of texture. It doesn't have to be, it could be the same color of the walls or a relatively similar color, but then you can get textured or, or striped, um, a single stripe going along the bottom or along one side of the drapes, but that does give it more warmth and texture and, and, and some of these condos can be really cold if you don't have any layering or any texture in the space. So I guess for, for most people, if they're in a townhouse, they can go to town. They can put in, they can do anything they want on their window coverings because I, I think most of the townhouses don't have anything in their declaration that would prevent it. But I do know that a lot of the condominiums, so the interior, they can have all the design that they want. They just have to make sure that the backing of the drapes right. is like clear white. Right. Or, you know, like just maybe it can be an off-white. You know, because sometimes the buildings, they look awful. If you've got one unit that's from outside, you know, in the nighttime when all the lights are on mm-hmm. and the one's got blue and the other's gray and the other's green and red. Right. Some boards actually... um are right on top of that, but some boards aren't. Right. So do you find that a lot of people are going into like uh, verticals and Venetians and and the UV type of blinds? Yeah, the roller shades. The roller shades, um, The cellular blinds, like the honeycomb ones. But another thing is, yes, there are a lot of condo boards here that you have to stick with pretty much white. And also it has to be vertical shades or rollers has to be kind of uniform because you are right. It looks pretty funny when someone has blinds and drapes and blue and they're all different colors. Um, but the thing you have to consider is a lot of these buildings, once again, coming back to the Marilyn Monroe buildings here in Mississauga, the walls on the exterior walls aren't straight. They're actually round. So it makes it very difficult to how do you adhere these roller shades or vertical blinds when you don't have any ceiling or wall space to attach these blinds? So once again, working with a designer that knows the options can guide you to the right companies that do have options for these buildings. Because even though that those buildings are beautiful from the outside, there's no straight walls. Everything's curved inside. So it does make it very difficult, especially for window coverings. That must be a huge challenge for you. 
Because I know you don't have any corners. Everything is rounded and you'd have to position and nobody wants to get a round bed. So no. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's like passe. I think, what were they, 1960s? <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I went into, I was at a hockey tournament years ago and it was funny because um, it was up in North Bay and this, this, I don't know, our manager booked this hotel <laughs> and it was brutal. We walked into the bed, into the unit that we had, like the hotel room and it had a round bed. I couldn't believe it. And then when we went in the bathrooms, it had like four different shades of towels. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> it was like, uh, we we just couldn't believe it. A pretty dodgy place, I'll yeah. tell you. Yeah. <laughs> Having updated their decor in years, right? So decades. <laughs> totally. Totally. I mean, we all had a fun time because it was a tournament, but still, I mean, going back and remembering that, oh, right. my God, you brought back some interesting memories. <laughs> Yeah, so I think that a couple of buildings, especially that one, I know downtown Toronto, we have the ones on Front Street that have the same kind of rounded all windows. Right. Especially too, because glass condos now are so popular. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what the builder is building. Right. So fixing those those uh, window coverings is not going to be an easy challenge for you. No, it's, yeah, it's very difficult. And as I said, every building is different. And so, you know, working with someone that knows kind of the ins and outs of the buildings in the area is definitely advantageous. Well, I think all the way through, you know, honestly, Karen, I think you, you, we should, at this time, we should give a shout out if you want to give your information. So if anybody wants to contact you and get some of this expert advice on how to design and decor their condo units would be ideal. Excellent. Um, well, you can reach me anytime, toll free at one 800 514 or you can call me directly on my cell phone, 905-220-4729. But you can also find me on Facebook and Twitter at Stylish's Home, and that's a great way to reach me out, ask me questions, and I'd uh, love to help you out with some tips. Fantastic. And you know, I think too, one thing that we didn't cover, I was thinking as you were chatting there is area rugs. Okay. Area rugs. You know, a lot of the condos now are laminate flooring because of the noise. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're trying to keep it down plus cost effective. How do you find area rugs? Because I know when we put properties for sale, sometimes we like to remove those only because it tends to make the small the, the uh, floor space looks smaller. Right. And break it up too much. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. But as far as coziness and, you know, and comfort. Right. So how do you find that? Well, it's, I think it's very important as we spoke earlier, right when you walk in, you have your kind of your kitchen, your kitchenette, and then your living room. How do you differentiate those different spaces? And I usually say an area rug in the living space, you know, definitely grounds that space and gives that space you know, its own, its own space without a wall or without, you know, breaking up the, the room itself. Key thing is once again, stay in the same tones. It could, should relate to all your other furniture, your artwork and your drapes and things like that. You've also designed your space, but also not, not being too small. A lot of people go to those little five by seven area rugs or, you know, it just, it's a square, it's a square where your kind of space is a rectangular space or your space is rectangular and you've gone with a square. So it should be relative to the space. And a key thing is when you are putting furniture on an area rug, kind of the rule of thumb that I go with is that all the furniture should be touching the area rug equally or it should be off equally. So if one leg is on the area rug by three inches, the accent chair on the other side of the room should be on the area rug three inches as well or off three inches. Fantastic tips. I wouldn't have even thought of that. It makes total sense. So you hear that? That's the way you've got to place your area rugs. Or better yet, you need to call Karen Wardell. We will be right back. This is Linda Pinizzato at The Condo Expert, sponsored by Bayshore Health and Wellbeing. Linda Pinizzato. She's not your typical realtor. 
She's your real estate counselor, teacher, and advisor. Whether it's a house, townhome, or condo, when you're ready, she's your negotiator. With 34 years of experience, Linda guarantees that you have the real estate knowledge you need to make the right decisions. Call Linda Pinizzato at Sutton Group Quantum Realty, 416-561-7373, or visit her at lindapinizzato.com. Hello there, you're listening to Linda Pinizzato at The Condo Expert, and we're here at the studio at The Hayes FM. I'd love to hear from you. If you have a story, you want to be a guest on my show, give me an email, Linda at Linda Pinizzato, P-I-N-I-Z-Z-O-T-T-O dot com. You have a wonderful day, and we'll talk to you soon. Oh, my computer crashed. Oh, no, I've got a virus. Oh, no way, no internet connection. Do you need help? Call IT Mayday, 647-977-7113, itmayday.com.